Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma and Brian E. Roach. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition, a special Halloween edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. Trick or treating wherever you may be. My name is Joe Kuzma, hanging and banging with the host, with the most, and one Mr. Brian E. Roach. Don't say his name three times like Beetlejuice or else, or else. That's just it. What's up, B? I'm a ninja. You look like a bank robber. Like, you know, like I need to hide, hide my value. I, well, wait a second. There's my nose. Oh, they. Well, it's good that it's a breathable Halloween costume, folks. If you can't see, uh, Brian can't either. He's got this. I gotta take this off. It's very hot. Oh, I'm sure it is. Is that a balaclava? Like, is that like, or is that yes. one of those paintball masks? Or, yeah, with the head that has the fleece in it. Brian was going to dress up as uh, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy, which would have been. Wait, wait. You look. You you have the look though. Really do. Hold on. Okay, I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm in a waiting pattern here. I'll take Brian off screen while he does. Oh, he's got the. Oh, dude, that rocks. Why didn't you just do that? I know you don't have the blue. You don't have the blue paint on, but it, that works pretty good. <laughs> you kind of look like what's the other dude's name? Yeah, you couldn't wear the headset with it, huh? I could definitely not wear the headset <laughs> with that on, and I, I I even have the the little arrow. The uh, the can you whistle? Woo. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. No, I can't do that. Yeah, that like really messes with your camera. We were just talking <laughs> off-air. It's probably one of the silliest off-air conversations about being uh, annoyed. And I was like, oh, you're going to be the Noid? Like the old Domino's character that used to dance around or whatever? For those of you old enough to remember that, I mean, I, you're, I'm, I'm dating myself now by saying that. But You know, that's that's illegal in some states. Say, Yeah, it would be dating yourself. I, I can't marry myself, can I? No. So this show, folks, this show is going to be off, off the rails. The, it's, it off is. the rails already. We have, we have no agenda. We are stuck in the middle of a short week with Thursday night football looming back at home with the Pittsburgh Steelers Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans. But we didn't do a post game. Like how many shows am I supposed to do this week? There's a trade deadline that's right in front of us right now. And players are flying around everywhere. And we're like, come on, Bears, do something. Be suckers again. Um don't want to talk too much about that because we're monitoring that well well this show is currently going on. We know the Chase Young uh being sent to the 49ers third round pick. I would have liked that, Brian, because third round? Third round pick. Now, Man, granted, Commodore, the Commanders sent both Chase Young and Montez Sweat away? Yes, they did. Who the hell are they playing end? They got nobody left, right? Mm, actually they do. Let me see if I can find this in the Twitter sphere. Because somebody like more intelligent than I like monitors this stuff, and I'm trying to see the Browns signed uh, Kenyon Drake to their practice squad. Not that that's anything big. Ezra Cleveland, a guard uh, from the Vikings, going to the Jaguars. Oh, Josh Dobbs getting traded yet again. Must mean Kyler Murray, Clayton Tune. They're ready. They're in tune there in Arizona. Maybe poor Josh Dobbs. Not to say that I don't think that he, he'll probably, he's going to have like a 10 to 12 year NFL career, maybe 15 years. So he's going to be like a career backup bounce around. I mean, if uh, what's his name, Josh Johnson or whatever has played for like 14 and 16 NFL teams, then clearly Josh Dobbs could do the same. 
it's just, man, this doesn't set anybody up for success. He's going to go to Minnesota. I understand Minnesota now losing Kirk Cousins to the Achilles injury. And, you know, now he's got to learn this a whole new offense and a whole new set. I don't know how much it's carried over. I don't know if there's any links between Arizona and Cleveland and everywhere he's been just this year. Not to mention before he was like with the Steelers when they had a sucky offensive coordinator. Then he was back with the Steelers when they had another sucky offensive coordinator. In between, he was with the Jaguars, whatever coaching staff that might have been. That's tumultuous. This guy needs to just live out. He's living out of a suitcase. But I know he's probably smart enough to do all that stuff. It's just, man, it just doesn't really set Titans too. I forgot about the Tennessee Titans last year. It just doesn't really set him up for success. I feel bad for him, you know, but I also feel good for him. At least he's going to, he might have a shot to play there too. Whereas, you know, Kyler Murray comes back, he goes straight to the bench. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Good for Josh Dobbs. I'm okay with that. Uh, what else are we monitoring? That's going around uh, the Chicago bears. Yeah. Montez sweat was a second round pick. And, and, and how how does what is how does that play out? Chase Young, first round pick that they got, only get a third, but Montez Sweat, who probably was a second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get a sweat second round pick. Hey. I'll, but attitude will do for you. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly I'm thinking oh I can't find it here. I was gonna look up their um their depth chart, but it doesn't really matter. We're in the midst of we Wait. need to Say that again. Looking up their depth chart. No, no, the, the thing you said before. That. I don't remember what the hell I said. You said, you? I can't find it here. Oh, I can't find it here. Yeah, that's what she said. That, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. So anyways, um, I've got the Ghostbusters. I'm, I'm doing the little, who are you going to call? Looks like we're not going to be calling Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Kenny Pickett says he's playing, which... Did you see what happened or did you hear what happened? Trubisky was supposed to do his little media thing after Pickett today and he just left (laughs) they weren't playing the whole charade of who are you going to prepare for because i'm sure mike vrabel and the titans were terrified of mitch look i have never been so far out i know i've dogged this guy a lot but at least had hopes as i dogged him a lot as being a starter i at least had hopes that he could come in it doesn't turn the ball over maybe move the ball a little bit i think some of this is predominantly the scheme, the offensive coordinator, the play calling, obviously. But, shoo, man, Trubisky, he stinketh, man. I, I I felt better with Landry Jones. I would feel better if Mason Rudolph got the call to play Let's, over let, Mitch let, Trubisky. Let me pontificate on this for a moment. Oh, because we all know what my – you all we all know what my opinion on, on Mason is, right? He's a backup, which is fine. Which is fine. Right, right now. My buddy and I are sitting in the stands. Kenny goes out, Mitch comes in, and I said, how many interceptions will he throw before the end of this game? <laughs> because I guaranteed he was going to throw more than one. Um, I'm like, I'd rather have, I mean, and, and we both looked at each other and said, what has to happen in order for Mason to come in? Like, well, Tomlin either has to go over to Mitch and go, by the way, you're hurt. <laughs> or he has to get hurt. And, and then the emergency quarterback could come in. So yeah, I'm all I'm all for Mason being promoted to number two right now because Mitch has basically proved that he is in fact number two. Uh if not three, man, they got a lot of money, and I know people. What is, wait, what is three? I mean, number two is doo doo. I don't know what three is. Mm, three, man, I'll tell you. Um, I say a lot of things about the backup quarterbacks, and we talk about how there aren't thirty two 
starting NFL court. But you've got a guy from Division Two, what's his name, playing for the Bears right now that was undrafted. I mean, all the power to him. Great. You got an opportunity. You never know when you might have a fine. Brock Purdy is starting to look human again. Uh, this, I mean, he was without Trent Williams. He didn't have um, the, the premier left tackle in the entire National Football League. So the Bengals, everybody in the AFC North won. The Steelers lose this Jaguars game. It's very, it's disappointing. Wait, the Browns didn't win. Oh, I'm sorry. The Browns did lose. So they, yeah. they lost last second just, to the Seahawks. Just in case Charles is the out there going, ooh, we won? I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. No, they lost. Yeah, the Sea Chickens got back in there uh, because P.J. Walker is also not a very good quarterback either. <laughs> oh, man. I and, and he's a guy that I liked. You know, it's a good story, XFL guy, but he's with the Browns, so I don't care. It's good that he sucks. So um, just, uh, yeah, man, a lot of movement. We expected some. The trade deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern for Halloween. Let's jump over before there might be some late breaking news. We don't know. The Jaguars game was just like, okay, it was crappy weather the entire time. You're lucky you're under the roof, dude. I'm like four. I'm actually like four rows from being under the overhang uh, in the one corner end zone, right? And I just look back at all the nice, happy, dry people behind me <laughs> as I'm testing out this Under Armour. Go, go backwards. I got. Well, there they weren't was, necessarily. There were no happy. They people were dry though. behind you. <laughs> it was a dry, dry and miserable, but still miserable. <laughs> well, unless you were one of the Duval yelling. Well, idiots that's what I was going to say. They were yelling there. Duval like behind me, and those were the happy people. Uh, I didn't have to deal with any idiot Jaguar fans, thankfully. Uh, there weren't that many. There aren't that many of them, you know. Uh, they didn't look necessarily sharp. Jacksonville did. The Steelers looked a lot less sharp, very inept. Uh, I don't even know what else to say. Four, three, and outs to start this game. I mean, I'm not going to go through the playlist play-by-play-by-play-by-play because uh, I bore myself. I don't want to bore you in. But four punts, and then a field goal, and then a missed field goal because the officiating team doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, And what Mike Tomlin politely might have said, he's never seen that called in 17 years. So 18 years, that drive, the Steelers started on their two, that one drive, and they were actually able to have some semblance of offense, 12 plays, 61 yards, get down the Jacksonville's five-yard line. Kenny has a miscommunication, throws it maybe a little behind, maybe slipped. I don't know what the weather was, but it seemed like Deontay Johnson went from, we're happy to have him back to immediately in the doghouse. And there were still people that were, they're harping on Mac Canada. Uh, he gets no pass from me, trust me, because I don't think anybody can operate this offense. I don't think anybody on the, in the offense knows what their identity is, what they're supposed to do. My cousin put in a, um, one of these like sports book bets. He threw a few bucks at it that Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, both 30 or more rushing yards a piece each. That sounds good to me. I forgot what it was laying, like 400 plus 400 plus 420. We'll just say that because it's a fun number. They didn't even get that. Like, what the hell was this, man? I mean, the opening play would have been dynamite. And I think like a lot Changes of it. Changes the whole complexion of the game if he catches that ball. Yes. I think it sets a tone. Yep. And then, of course, Butterfingers again right after that. Third down. Hunt. Officiating I, doesn't help I, this. It doesn't help the officiating's bad. It doesn't help the momentum, but it set the tone right there. 
it is it was the most as I, I tweeted this out. So if you if you read my tweet, I'm sorry that I'm going to repeat this, but it was the most offensive, offensive performance I have seen. It was they were terrible. They were I mean, and, and it all could have been different. Right. If the ball is a little more online with with Deontay, if Deontay can stretch and catch it, look, the, the, the rule of thumb is if you get your hands on it, you should catch it. Mm-hmm. So he touched it, so he should have caught it. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't perfect. The throw was not exactly where it was going to – it would needed to be to make it a completely clean, easy catch and just go. Um, but that would have changed so much. And the fact that – you know, there's a story. Uh, us old people know this story. You might even know this story, even though you're not a, quite as old, where, you know – uh, the legend is there was a coach and Art Rooney went down, told him what he was, what he needed to run, pat, throw a pass on the first down, and they made sure that somebody screwed it up so that the guy could just then go run, 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 right? And I swear to God, they they were like Matt Canada, you have to throw, we're gonna throw over the middle deep on the first pass. And when it wasn't, if it, when it was incomplete, I he was up there going, yeah, oh, no, sorry, oh darn. <laughs> but we're not they doing that it. again. It didn't work. We're never that's, doing that again. That's not true. They went and did it again, and Mitch threw it into triple coverage with Allen Robinson. But that's because he's a well. <laughs> I try to refrain from calling people bad names, Brian. But Look, I, no, 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 no! Don't refrain. There was more than once that Mitch Trubisky threw into not single, not double, but triple coverage, where there was literally no hope that the pass was going to be complete to a Steeler. The best chance was that it was going to be complete to a Jaguar. What was he doing? Where either either he is blind and needs glasses or he can't count. And if he can't count, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much I want to jump over because there was definitely Wait, wait. But before we jump over to anything else, yeah. I have to complain. This is this is this is what's sticking in my craw about this game, right? We sucked. The offense was terrible. We lost. The last drive of the game. We get the ball with over two minutes left. What do we do? Three-yard pass over the middle. We have no timeouts. Three-yard pass over the middle. Three-yard pass over the middle. What are we doing? Okay, if we've given up, which is what that drive looks like, right? If you're going to dink and dunk your way down the field, try to get a junk time TD, okay, but you've given up. Just kneel and let us go home. It's raining and miserable. They don't do that. Dink and dunk, dink and dunk, not even a sideline pass. And then they spike it when they finally get a first step. They spike the ball with five seconds left. To do what? To, to look up in the stands and just, pardon me, go, you know, not this finger, not your number one, but you are number one with a different finger. For sitting here <laughs> and watching this gr- out, that that bothers me so much. <laughs> and I don't know whether to blame that. And that's maybe that's a big F you from Matt Canada to all the folks chanting fire Matt Canada or not. But that was the most absolutely offensive way to end that game that I could think of. It bothered me so much and it still bothers me. You texted me that while I went out to the concourse. I wasn't sitting in the rain any further to deal with that and i was wondering three passes to start in that first play would have been like holy 
crap had it worked would have been a big explosive he could have went the he could have went the whole way like absolutely he would have. yeah i think he would have it would have been at least a 40 yard gainer um but you're throwing three times it's been it was wet it was slick um you could give some of that to the conditions but guess what jacksonville had to do the same thing trevor lawrence had to do the same thing they had to play yeah. in the same conditions so it's hard for me to say that did you have presley harvin go out there and shank a 33 yard punt this was two years ago, fat punter, instead of My fat God. punter from like, earlier this season. This is the vibe. This is what people don't understand. I, I saw somebody post this in one of the groups, and they said, went to the Steelers game. Like, what, what is with the fans? They just sit on their hands. I, I would go nuts if I'm there. I'd go crazy. Everybody, who wasn't? That place was electric. Joey Porter Jr. gets announced as a starter. James oh, my God. Harrison. He got, almost as much as, he got almost as much of an ovation as TJ did. TJ. He was near the end of the announcements, too. It's yeah. like they, they knew that. And James Harrison walks out through the freaking smoke. Like, throwback James Harrison to innovation. We've yeah. all forgotten. We've all forgiven you. Debo's out there for the Hall of Honor deal with Aaron Smith. I think Jerry Mullins. And who was the other one that went in? I'm, I'm trying to um, remember. Ray Mansfield. Ray Mansfield. Yes. So, of course, they had representatives of for the, the guys that are, you know, posthumous. For Ray, Man Ray Mansfield's yeah, yeah, daughter yeah. was there. So, um, but Debo comes out there. He's in his jersey. Looks like he's ready to go, man. He looks pissed off. I got to find a photo of this. I'm going to end up throwing. I got to throw he this up. He was so big. And yeah. He comes out to do the terrible. I mean, the place was, as you said, electric. It was alive at the beginning of that game. If they complete that pass, it's going to go crazy. And look, I'm going to give the fan base credit. Beginning of the second half, they are. Here's another complaint. Here's another big complaint. This is not on the team, though. This is on the the whoever's in charge of Renegade. We score. We score. Damn it. The next thing should have been Renegade when they took over. We should. We got no Renegade that game. And I get it because they missed their one shot to do Renegade. They had one chance, and that chance was after we scored the TD. We're now down 17-10. We should have had a renegade because yeah. the, the 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 entire place was electric. It was pumped. The defense could have reacted. Something, yes, but they did nothing. It, the, the energy. That's exactly what it is. Everybody was pumped, and all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, damn it!" Deontay Johnson drops the ball. Kenny gets sacked. Deontay drops the ball again, doesn't make the catch, whatever it might be. Maybe it was a bad place ball. Maybe it's whatever be the case. It is now like same old shit, different day. And it just, it pisses you off. And then Harvard goes out and shanks a punt. And you're like, what the hell, man? Like, how are you supposed to get excited about that? You know, it's. But, they, but see, they did. See, that that's the thing. Second half, the, the fans kept themselves in the game and the defense for the most part, played well enough to keep the fans involved until Penny, until Kenny gets hurt and Mitch comes in. Now, at that point, you could feel the air completely leave the stadium. I'm telling you right now, there's not a person in the in the stadium that thought we're coming back and win when Mitch came in. Yeah, and and you know what you thought? Well, this goes back to the officiating and the momentum, but that's the beginning of it. And then you have what should have been a three and out, right? Yeah. Um, Pierre or Pierre, uh, Jason Pierre or James Pierre. I'm sorry. James Pierre. James Pierre. Phantom pass interference. They're out first, over the logo. First of, first of several BS calls. 17 yards. First down. Automatic first down. 
gets them down to the Steelers, 33. The defense then again uh, pretty much kills them. Evan Ingram had a, a short play. It wouldn't have moved the sticks on uh, uh, third and six, pushed them back almost out of field goal range for Brandon McManus, who's got a boot on him, okay? Uh, guy's got a leg. So you're just hoping, well, maybe he might miss this one, you know, something like that. And, oh, by the way, I got the, did I show the Debo photo? No, I don't think I pulled the Debo photo. But, I mean, everybody's, now people are pissed, but they're pissed because that's a bogus call. We're jacked. Excited to see this dude. Yeah. You know, the head, the shave jobs, I could admire that being a bald guy. He looked like, those traps, those shoulders, he's ready to kill. We're ready. We're still ready to pounce. It's a field goal. It's 3 nothing. No big deal. Najee, one-yard run. Najee, three-yard run. Incomplete pass intended for guess who again? Deontay Johnson. And I'm going to say every single one of Kenny's passes were on the mark, but I'd say more often than not, they were. Um, Harvin gets a 51-yard punt. Great. Trevor Lawrence sacked. Alex Highsmith, Landon Roberts. But Minka is now hurt on the play, so you have dead air. Dude's limping off the field. You get the news now that he will not return. He will. He's already ruled out for Thursday's game against the Titans. Major, major impact. I don't Absolutely, major blow. I don't trust the 2016 or 2017 Atlanta Falcons secondary of Demonte Casey and Keanu Neal. I'm sorry. Back then, I barely trusted them when they were maybe a Pro Bowl level players. Coming out of like, you know, Neil was a first rounder and I don't know, Casey, where he was drafted second or third round, but whatever. Uh, this is how they get beat later on with Travis, Travis ATN. And it's either a combo of that or a rookie Joey Porter. And maybe that's why Porter has been. Uh, Porter got not, he got knocked off that route. Yeah. Um, there was a collision and I don't know whether it's Porter's fault or I don't know whether it's the safety's it fault. I, I'm more inclined to believe it's the safety's fault, but there was miscommunication. Porter gets knocked off the route and it's, it was an easy score. I believe it was the safeties as well, because I think if Mick is in, that play doesn't happen. Right. And now you've got to watch that with the guy who's one of your leading tacklers and hope that Derrick Henry doesn't get second and third level and gone headed for the races. Um, but you're in this second position. I don't have to go through all of them, but you get a Trevor Lawrence sack and any scrambles. He find then he finds Kelvin Ridley, covered by Porter there, twenty six yarders. Ridley was all over. We knew they were gonna force feed the ball. Uh, ATN, no gain, uh, ATN incomplete pass, short, right pass, Evan Ingram. You have another 51 yard field goal. Defense is doing their job, right? Offense comes back out. Deontay Johnson, he gets an eight yarder this time. Short little pass. Jalen Warren for nothing. Can't even get two yards. So for all the people that are out there, I'm going to have my bone to pick here that Jalen Warren should be in over Najee Harris. Let's make this change for this week or on the short week or whatever might be the case. And Jalen Warren, five carries, 19 yards, 3.8 average. He wasn't able to pick up two yards on that play. Is it an obvious play call, a short yardage gain, or would you have rather they threw like another deep pass that might not have connected setting up third and two in a more obvious situation? That's where I find it hard, even with what's called high school play calling a Matt Canada, to blame him necessarily in this situation. The players aren't executing. Except, yep. except this. I would have rather they tried to run where they've had success instead of the same places where they never have success. You mean the right side of the field where they don't versus the yes. left side. Even with James Daniels, yeah. Chooks of four was still getting his lunch taken from him. Chooks was not good. He looked bad. At that whole entire game, I think, especially yeah. early on. 
Najee Harris, even worse, though. Seven carries, 13 yards, 1.9 average. That's where it goes, man. I mean, there's some tough love for some of, some of the players here, but it wasn't good. No, it, no, it was bad. It was very like, bad. Understand, all of the complaining about the refs, all of the complaining about the they stunk, all right? The defense played adequately. The defense played well enough that with a competent offense, they win this game. The offense was trash, worse trash than they've been the entire season. There's just, they were awful. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just following some of the trade updates here. Well, we got Rasul Douglas uh, going from the Packers. Oh, he's not on this update. Rasul Ghoul? Isn't that a Raza Batman Ghoul. villain? He is a, a Batman villain. Uh, Browns yeah. traded Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions for a sixth-round pick. Well, that's because they yeah. wanted at least to have some draft pick in the next draft. Oh, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Buffalo Bills needed um, they needed help with uh, White getting hurt again. That's the thing. See, like the 49ers, I say rich getting richer, and I was only thinking there was a – I give credit to my cousin Brad for this one. He says, to get Chase Young, I understand, you know, Cam Hayward might be coming back. What is Cam Hayward – He's getting up there in age. How many more years is he going to play? Um, is he 100%? And we understand that maybe Chase Young isn't a 100% guy, but he's the fourth year of a rookie deal, right? Or he had an extra year or whatever left, but he's got a fifth-year option coming. And maybe that could have been the future if they felt he could have been that kind of defensive end, not an edge rusher defensive end, but a 3-4 defensive end. And I don't know. Um, instead, he goes to 49ers. We're going to probably play. We play defensive end or we be an outside linebacker with Bosa. You know what I mean? Yep. So you need more of a meaty guy, though. Uh, 280 to 300. I think Chase was 260, if I'm thinking properly. I'm just pulling it up real quick. I'm spitballing. I said there was, yeah, 264, 65, 264. So basically, you'd want him to probably be a stand up outside linebacker, edge rusher, which the Steelers have gotten plenty of. Thank you, Nick Herbig. You're looking good too. We'll get to you. Uh, but I mean, it does, we're just talking about the momentum kills that we're through here. And finally, uh, you know, Pickett after this third and two goes deep for George Pickens. And that one doesn't end up working out. Harvin punts okay. That was fine. And now you've got the drive third and four where um, Trevor Lawrence goes deep and finds. Um, uh, Christian Kirk for 29 yards. You've got Miles Killebrew playing an obscene amount of snaps in this game because now Mink is out, and I believe Levi Wall was Levi Wallace out from this game too. He was he was yeah. out the whole game. Yeah, he, he was, was ruled out, out yeah. initially. I thought so. So they were very thin with DBs as it was. Uh, yeah. Killebrew never plays at all on defense. Special teams guy only. Yeah, that's and what he, he can do. And he had 12 snaps in this game. That just goes to show you. Uh, James Pierre, also a special teams guy, got nine. James Pierre got robbed on the on the first uh, series. On this series, you have Keanu Neal getting called for roughing the passer, Brian. Right around the waist, textbook, ball was, was still in his hand and going. Most ridiculous call that I have ever seen. I mean, as bad as some roughing the passers call, calls are, where they're like, oh, he didn't even touch him. He he breezed by him, and that's roughing the passer. I get it. But you know what? Here's why they called roughing the passer. Because Trevor Lawrence crumpled in half like a, like a, you know, a rag doll. Because he got leveled. But you know what? It was a perfectly legal, completely textbook, like you said, tackle. There is, there is, if any of those idiot moron ref 
announcer guys who are now because they they finally quit being idiot refs and now they're just idiot ref defenders said that that was roughing the passer then they all stink the refs stink they stink they stink they stink i know it's a it, it it's amazing they didn't call like this was the half sack with what everybody's you know i'm just like oh great if one other body piles on here the bigger problem with this is is like you're going to call this Okay, fine. It's, this is the way you're going to call this today. Then call it the next seven times that the Steelers quarterbacks get leveled. Yeah, Kenny gets leveled. In this, and when I go through the play call list, I'm pretty sure this is after some other buffoonery. And then now it's like the Steelers are in a passing situation and Kenny gets killed. Play Broderick Jones. Stop playing Dan Moore. What the F is wrong with you, Mike Tomlin? You're getting this poor kid killed. And and now it they, now there was talk of he did go out on the sidelines. I'm not sure if you noticed, but Kenny was back out there after halftime and came back and he was warming up and there was thought that he might come back in and then they shut him down completely, probably because of the short week. That's how this Jaguars game, looking at this, looks ahead. Kenny says he's playing. We're gonna see if he has any discomfort. Is he gonna wear like one of these like flak jackets or whatever that they got? But again, a momentum killing piece of pile of crap call that or non-call in that instance well if for kenny's was a non-call but the offensive now it didn't end up uh affecting anything because there was the fumble that was knocked out by Quan alexander and recovered by cole holcomb uh from evan ingram and i'm trying to remember if this was the play where <sighs> There was one here where there was, there was what, two fumbles in this game, right? And one of them was the one where Mike Tomlin throws the hanky out and they announced to everybody in the crowd, since we're on our officiating, you know, pedestal here. And oh my God, yes. Yeah. I, I about love, ruled down by contact. Yes. That is the announcement to the crowd. The runner was ruled down by contact. Then they come back and go, the ruling on the field was a fumble. That's not what you said. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The ruling on the field was a f uh, of a fumble is confirmed. Right. So then Tomlin doesn't lose like a timeout or ch even the challenge. It was reviewed automatically. Maybe the people at home may have gotten this information. For us in the stadium, we're, we were like, we're, we're, we're befuddled. We're like, wait a minute. That's not what you said. We're trying to figure out if they won the challenge. And he wouldn't have challenged. I he know. Did, he would, if it was a, what's he going to do? No, that wasn't a fumble. We don't want the ball. We're terrible. Let's, let's let them keep the ball. It's better for us. No. <laughs> yeah. And now, now I will get on uh, Matt Canada. A uh, little pitch play to Calvin Austin. No gain. Kenny Pickett. And Short it was, pass. that was, that was the most telegraphed play. You knew it was going to happen. There was no question about it. Pick it to hit Najee Harris, three yard pass, little out. Okay. We got a little bit. Let's try and get third and manageable. Uh, okay. Now we're going back to Jalen Warren and he, he doesn't even gain anything on this. He loses a yard. I'm trying to figure out, you, you, you know, of the jets and giants game from the other day, right? What was it like 24 punts? There were more punts than there was combined points. The game goes into overtime. The giants had, was it minus nine yards passing? Because in the NFL sacks, unlike college football, the sacks would go against the run. Uh, in the NFL it goes against your pass total. So it was like minus seven or minus nine what? yards from whatever the veto something or other. That was a local guy that ends up playing in that game. Cause 
Rod Taylor forever injured as well. Uh, he ends up going out. That's what so the, we until that last drive of the first half was like. Hold my beer. We we had nine yards. Yes, nine total yes. combined yards between passing and rushing until the last drive. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah, how many? Nine, nine. Miss Bueller, nine times nine, nine yards. So the Steelers get this ball on their twenty-nine. Then these turnovers turned into like um, you know great field position. Mike Tomlin alluded to that. You can't control that sometimes. It's just, it, you know, you prevent the other team from scoring. Great. Thank you so much. That's what's going to end yes. up happening here after another three and out. I didn't want to go through these, but I still did, Brian. Hey, we got a punt. And then there's uh, well, there was a big gainer here to Calvin Ridley, second and nine. It's 20, not, 27 yards. Travis Etienne breaks open 12 yards. It's first and six down on the Steelers' six-yard line. Down in the end zone, DeMonte Casey ends up getting this ball. There was a hell of a lot of pressure that came on Trevor Lawrence, I think, from every direction. I think yep. he had TJ. I think he had Alex. And he may have had somebody else in there, like a Roberts or a Quan or somebody. There was a load of bodies. They all got through. And he puts up a prayer. And Casey looks like he slipped. He saw daylight. And I think you saw it, too. There was open space to make, like, a Troy Polamalu-like play. Would he have went the distance? Probably would have ran out of gas. But I think he could have like at least gotten it out to the 20, 25, 30 or something in that in that ballpark. And then the Steelers are cooking. Instead, they get the ball, but he stepped out of bounds and they end up on their own two yard line. And you're like, more expletives, right? Yes. It's more like, that was more like, okay, so we're about to give up two points instead of three. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh dear Lord, what are we gonna do here? And then uh, the now Broderick Jones is coming in as a tackle eligible and playing on the right side. Why? I know Corafor is stinky. Because Corafor is doing worse and needs more help than Dan Moore Jr. And I yes. want to know what the hell is going on with Rodney Williams playing over Darnell Washington now. Like, it's just, I mean, I'm assuming that the coaches are doing this because the rookies are being protected in a certain way or they stinketh in their own way. But for the life of me, I can't figure it out. Uh, but you, you you got some things going. Deontay Johnson, finally something positive, a 12-yard catch. Uh, Calvin Austin, another little run. Yay! It's on second and, and seven. It's a run play, but it's 10-yard gainer, a first down. Deontay, again, 16 yards. Now we're going. Deontay, by the way, in this game, 14 targets. He caught eight for 85. So... He makes up for it in some cases, but this drive ends up pretty much going all the way down to Jacksonville's five. Um, Kenny looks for Connor Hayward. Uh, actually, that was a pretty decently designed play. I liked the concept there. I'm trying to picture it exactly in my head, but I remember thinking I was like, ooh, that they tried to fool. It might have been a pitch. Was it a little pitch, a little shovel, shovel with the motion, and they just didn't fool them. They didn't lose anything there. I liked the idea because... Sometimes that's going to work. You got to get creative when you're down there. It's just the shame that, you know, Najee on like, um, like a first and eight or Deontay Johnson on the longer game for the nine yard one before that punch it in, please get in the end zone by all means necessary because, uh, this is like when the defense recovers the ball and then they don't, and then you have it on the five because you don't trust that this offense could score in the red zone. Uh, this finishes with the one we were talking about with Pickett and then being able to connect with Deontay Johnson behind him. A very reminiscent of years ago, rainy game, Detroit Lions with Mason Rudolph in and couldn't find Ray Ray McLeod. Remember that one? And it ends up yep. at his feet. 
So I don't know. Uh, I think those things kind of happen. I don't know who's to blame, if anybody. And then somehow you got a two-minute warning, and the Steelers allow the Jaguars to carve up enough uh, uh, enough uh, yards here, I think. Hold on, I'm trying to look. This was the Boswell field goal. Yeah, uh, there was another defensive holding on James Pierre. So it extends a drive on third and seven. You're now on the opposite side of the two-minute warning. And they get carved up a little bit. It's nine plays, 43 yards. It's enough to get Brandon McManus in there for a 38-yard field goal. Let's see if the Steelers could do something. They seem to do a little bit better with this hurry up. Maybe Kenny's calling some plays out of the huddle. Maybe they're ignoring Canada. Maybe the backyard football thing works better for them. Uh, It seems to be the process. It's the same way it worked when Canada was the OC and Ben was still here. So uh, there's something to it. But you have this, uh, let me see. Uh, a spot short of the line of gain, play reversed. Kenny uh, scrambles. There was a fumble. It goes out of bounds. Like it, it got lose knocked. ten seconds Just because short. it goes out of bounds. Lose ten seconds. I'm trying to figure that one out. Is it because he's hit in bounds that then the clock would have still been he's hit, running? He's hit in bounds. The ball fum- is fumbled out of bounds. Yes, and. So the clock doesn't stop naturally, and you've got to tag the team with a um, – was this with a timeout or the 10-second runoff or whatever? This 10-second runoff. Then we they have an the injury. twice. Yeah, yeah, and we have to lose our timeout. Uh, but, no, there was the t- – so the timeout used – somehow the Steelers call a timeout, and then Trubisky's in, and this is the whole Kenny Pickett getting uh, hurt during the play. That's what it is. We because we because Kenny's oh hurt. right after that Kenny yeah. fumbles. So there was that and it was Minus fumbled out of bounds. So it goes he from thirty four to seventeen, yeah. and then uh, they didn't use the timeout. They elected the runoff there, and then Kenny gets hurt. Right. They have and to burn. We have to, they have to burn the timeout. They have to burn the timeout by rule because the spirit of the rule is is that players just don't fall on the ground and give the defense a timeout and a way to collect and stop the momentum of the offensive team within that two minutes. Yep. Completely agree. Seems really effed up because there should have been a little hanky thrown and then there wouldn't have been a need for any second runoff or anything like that. The play would have been a dead ball because of the foul. Yet another snafu and the quarterback ends up uh, getting hurt on this one. So, yeah, just uh, yeah. Then the whole field goal thing that fails because Boz makes a 55er. Nope. No good. You're off sides. No, that's even though as Chris Carter showed, our, our friend Chris Carter uh, on Twitter showed that Jacksonville's off, off, actually offsides on that play. We just get called for it. So we get called for offensive offsides. Now it's a 61-yard field goal. It's it's short. We get no points. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I was trying to see if I was able to. Oh. Uh, you know what? I know why I'm not getting the updates. I thought I should be getting on my X or Twitter, Brian. I logged in as me. I don't have the same. Oh. I don't have the same alerts. So uh, let's see what's going on here. I was going to find both of those plays. I was going to find the one where they were offside just to show everyone if they didn't see it. But I'm sure anybody who's listening to this actually did see it. I just uh, I just wanted to highlight it one more time. And I'm not going to end up finding it. I'm having the, the worst luck. I usually have these like pulled aside uh, ahead of time. Give me one more second. I'm going to give it one more shot. 
Uh, let's see. Demonte Casey with the nice pick there. Here we go. I found the Carter's critiques, and this was actually it was posted to. Um, he is actually retweeting this from. Can we still say tweet? Is that is that appropriate? We can, he's re-xing it. Re re re-xing it. Here we go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking so long for this. Usually I'm better prepared, but here That's we go. A lie. We're and... never prepared. Um, we're the least prepared broadcast team in all the podcasting. There you go. Very hard uh, on this camera angle. Somebody did a very good Photoshop line of being able to copy the two lines at the 40 and the 35 there. And uh, because like you got to get that straight line, you're not straight down at seeing it in the same thing as the referees. Now, I believe Alan Eck, the head official for this game is a first year uh, head referee in the NFL. And then the uh, one side judge, the one female Tomlin was ripping as we saw (laughs) Um, I think this was her call and I think she got the wrong black helmet. I'm going to be honest is like sleeping here. And it's like, they both have black helmets, but there it is. There it is. You've got, in actuality, this should have been a closer, uh, field goal attempt. If that's what the Steelers were going to do, I'm, I'm assuming they would have well, with Trubisky. I'm and, assuming they wouldn't have because they made it the first time. Well, that's true. You just, um, yeah, why well, take points off the board? Decline yeah. the penalty. Yeah, you're, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I was looking to see what the down and distance was. It would have been a, a third and five. And I don't think, uh, do you trot him back out there? Six sec, uh There was six seconds when Boz kicked the first, and they nullified this with the penalty. And then you had two seconds. Those, you keep those three points. Yeah, and he misses it. But can you imagine if there was four seconds and then the time completely expires? It's just all this momentum, just everything about this just stunk and sucked the life out of this team. And the second half doesn't get any better for the Steelers. I'm not sure that I'm going to go through much more than we already discussed. Those were all of the officiating problems from that point forward. You had two punts. Somehow Mitch Trubisky finds George Pickens and he makes a George Pickens play for a touchdown. You've heard me say this before. Yeah. They have one drive a game. Yeah. This game, they had two drives. And the only reason they had two drives is because they had to have different quarterbacks. The offense gets has one drive a game where they look really good, and that has been a consistent problem the whole season. So they got two this time. They didn't look really good, by the way, on, on Trubisky's drive, but they looked good, right? They looked good enough. But that's it. Once they've got that drive in, they're done. They got nothing left. <laughs> yeah, uh, agreed. Um so as we're doing this, Brian, and I'm trying to make sure I flip us back and forth. Somebody else get traded? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find out. We may have some breaking news in the middle of this, but before we do, Ben Stonium, always a great um always a great follow. Yeah, they're awesome. You should, they, if you're not following them, follow them because they put together some awesome crap. There's the penalty on Cam Neal textbook. Uh, doesn't really lower the helmet. And then we've got Kenny already has the ball down. Driven into T- the ground. The takes very an extra step. Definition, the very definition of the of the penalty that should be called. One, two steps. That's a penalty. Yep. Drives Boom. into Boom. the ground. Additionally, a penalty. That's just absolute crap. Hopefully YouTube doesn't tag me with any red flag copyright things for that or else we won't be doing this much, much longer. Uh, you won't be able to see us, which will be fine because I'll be in Florida for my buddy's wedding coming up and uh, then I could just take a break. Go so Florida. I'll be in the Czech Republic. Yeah, know. we are uh, no moves by the Steelers. Uh, so there's a bunch of um, players that did not have a- any other moves. No further 
no further trades. Uh, Roger Saffold gets signed to the Jets. Uh, don't don't know about that. The Bears did not shift uh, Jalen Johnson. And everyone's going to talk about, well, they didn't make any moves. Shame on the Steelers. I know that's going to be what's coming, but. What are they going to do? The best they could have hoped for is that instead of uh, the the Vikings trading for Josh Dobbs, they traded for Mason Rudolph, but Kenny's been hurt now. So are you going to make that trade? No, they're certainly, they're certainly not trading for Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) Nobody is. And that's how this game ends. We could talk about Trubisky and jump to the Titans preview real quick. Uh, Two punts. We had the touchdown drive with um, Jorge Pickens and then uh, a pick. Two, two plays, two yards, nine plays, 15 yards, turnover on downs, and then nine for 62 and another pick. And that's your ball game. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of positive things to say about Trubisky. I'd be very happy if, I mean, the one play was, I mean, Dan Moore got hurt. He ends up coming back in. Shame. Um, and some of these players got to get hurt. I'm not usually on the Tomlin criticism bus, but I just don't understand why players like Broderick Jones aren't playing more. Joey Porter now, though, officially has been affirmed by him and Terrell Austin that he is now a starter. And, I mean, like, there was the one play out. I watched Mitch with his happy feet, and he walked right into a sack. He moved from a clean pocket. And you're just like, what the F, dude? What are you doing? And they called the timeout before the deep ball pass intended for Allen Robertson, where he's throwing into a bunch of Jaguars jerseys. I just, I, I, it was as bad as Lawrence's. I don't know if Lawrence maybe felt the pressure and was trying to get rid of the ball and didn't put enough oomph on it or it slips because of the weather, but the one that he threw the KZ, I don't know what the hell Trubisky's doing. I mean, he's trying to just, you know, freelance out there. And even still, I mean, this game wasn't completely out of hand up to this point. It was what? 13 to 10? I mean, no, because it was seventeen ten at one point. Was it um, so? Mm, it was probably seventeen ten, and then it, then they kicked a field goal. Oh, seventeen ten. I'm sorry. That, yeah, the Travis ATM play comes before that. Then the yeah. Pickens touchdown. So it was seventeen ten. But they're still and you're like, hey, if they could maybe do something, they got this, they got this score from Pickens. Maybe there's still life. Maybe the defense can force uh, another turnover, and you're just asking them with all of this time that they're constantly out there, the time of possession in this one, again, uh, almost 10 minutes more for the Jaguars, 34-16. And that's the reason that that Renegade thing really still bothers me, right? Look, do I think Renegade is magical? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. But (laughs) um, that's beside the point. So, again, we score. We get this improbable touchdown. George Pickens manages to avoid being tackled. He gets in the end zone. We've scored. We're now a touchdown down. One score down right? The next series should have been a renegade. It absolutely should have been a renegade. I know the defense does shouldn't need renegade to get them pumped up, right? I get it. And to be fair, the, the crowd was loud at that point. We could, we could feel that potential Steelers come back the way we've been doing it. The difference was we had Mitch Trubisky instead of Kenny Pickett in there, but there should have been a renegade. If there was a renegade there, the crowd elevation, the, the level of the crowd's elevation would have been much higher. The noise would have been higher. The defense could have fed off of that. 
maybe they don't go drive down and get a field goal, and now we're the game is essentially. Yeah, I know they were very flat. Two plays, fifty six yards on the Travis Etienne with the two point conversion as well. Um, yeah. So they go up seventeen to three, and you're just you're dejected, and you're watching Trubisky play like ass. And then um, a lot of cussing for me today, and I haven't been drinking. I should be. I, I might need to start drinking. The team's good. This team's going to turn me to alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, it's bad. Eight plays, 75 yards, though. And all of a sudden, it's like LFG, man. Let's get this going. You know, Deontay gets 11 yards. Uh, Trubisky scrambles. Deontay gets another 12. Jalen Warren for 11. Jalen Warren runs for seven. Pickens for the 22-yard uh, TD, right? And at, right at this point, you're right. And then there's a kickoff, and we have to take the TV timeout because uh, they, they run uh, one play, and now it's going to transition into the fourth quarter. And this is where you look at the scoreboard, and you're like, it's going to go black, and now you're going to get it during this, and they didn't do it. Like, didn't if you would have done it, and then they, and then Renegade kind of dies and, and trails off into the start of the fourth quarter, I understood. And I'm like, okay, we're waiting for it. I was like, I may have even texted you back and said, not yet, now. And... Scoreboard Nothing. operator. I'm gonna have to talk to Tom. I think I think I know one of the guys up there actually, <laughs> and his name's Tom. Tom, what the what the hell, Tom? Get your stuff together. So yes. you guys cost us the game. That's that's what it is. Renegade, no renegade cost us the game. No, it, no, it, we it didn't. And uh, we played bad. That's what it was. You know, they, they forced. They finally, it was, where where were the punts at? Was this the first? No, there was a punt in the third quarter. So they get like they first the second punt of this game. After 10 plays, 38 yards, and the Steelers get the ball um, on their 20. So it was just a touchback. They get a defensive offside, which would have been Trubisky getting sacked, and it was a two-yard run on first and five. And then this was the timeout and the deep ball intended for Allen Robinson. And then the Jaguars get a seven, pl seven plays, 40 yards. They chew up uh, four minutes, 45 seconds, 10 minutes of real time on the field for this defense. That's what we need to start doing is how much real time are these guys out there where they're, you know, huffing and puffing, uh, as opposed to sometimes the, uh, actual time with the real time versus game clock time, right? Trubisky on this next drive, just to, just to hammer this home. These are passes. All of them. These are the guys he's throwing to Connor Hayward, Jalen Warren. Connor Hayward, Jalen Warren. Then he tucks and runs. Then incomplete for Rodney Williams. Then a fumble. Uh, this was off of Mason Cole on a bad snap. And Trubisky ends up getting sacked off of it. And then Trubisky tries finally for a deep pass for uh, George Pickens. And then fourth and 16 tries one. A short pass for Jalen Warren that would... You're not fooling anybody there. I got one defense for Trubisky in this game. Yeah, I think you're going to be with me on this. Mason Cole also not doing very hot. Those snaps, weather, whatever. Trubisky was already set up to fail on low snaps down at his knees and ankles for most of the time he was in, especially in the fourth quarter. It was just like, what are you supposed to do? He looks up and then he's got somebody in his face because the, the, the tackles are not doing their job either. Don't throw it into triple coverage. That's still, to me, it's like, okay, you don't have time, but you still should have enough time to see there are three guys surrounding the one guy in black. Don't throw it there. Throw it away. 
I'd be better. I'd be better, ha more happy if he's like, look, I don't have any time. I'm just throwing it away. Throw it away. Don't throw it where there are more Jaguars to catch the ball than there are Steelers. Yeah, and 152 to go after, you know, they, they get the punt and get the ball back on, what, their own two with 152 remaining. And they have all their timeouts already burned from the previous um, previous set of downs there. Uh, actually, another three and out, uh, luckily, although it shouldn't have been. There was a neutral zone infraction that was there. So Jaguars are just trying to run the clock, force the Steelers to burn their timeouts. They successfully do so. And like you were saying, little dinks and dunks. Calvin Austin for seven. Calvin Austin for uh, 12, but that was a short right, so that was a catch and run. Then you had, uh, just to round this out, uh, Najee again. There was an illegal motion, so it's first to 15. Then he gets Najee again. And then uh, Najee again. All passes, all passes. Then Rodney Williams. Then Connor Hayward. And then spiked the ball with six seconds to go at Jacksonville's 41. And then gets uh, picked off again at the very tail end of this game. So, um, yeah, not uh, not 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 a good look for Mitch Trubisky. Um, the only thing I could say is is that I am not as dejected going into Thursday. You've got Will Levis, who just uh, played against the Falcons. They're a four and four team. They're not necessarily a great team. Falcons in this game against the Titans in uh, Desmond Ritter getting benched for Taylor Heineke. Desmond Ritter um, did not have a very good game. He was the eight of 12, 71 yards. Uh, he was sacked five times, so they don't have a very good offensive line either. But I didn't really think though, with looking at this from the onset, that Tennessee has much of a pass rush either, right? Like who do they got? Uh, you had Justin Simmons, you got Harold Landry. They both had a pair of sacks piece. Gonna be in, the Steelers are going to be in some freaking trouble here if they don't get their act together. Because Levis, I mean, he threw some some deep bombs. You had Calvin Ridley running all over. You have Diaz, you had Dustin Hopkins, or not Dustin, I'm sorry, Dustin Hopkins, the kicker for the Browns. DeAndre Hopkins, who may have been a trade target, catching three touchdowns. He only caught four passes, 128 yards. Deep threat. We've seen Devontae Adams. It's almost like this defense is like, We'll let the, we'll, we won't worry about that one guy, Puka Nakua, Devontae Adams. We won't let just the one guy beat you. But Derrick Henry runs for a, a buck one on 22 carries, 4.6 average on this team, on the, on the Falcons too. And I don't know that the Falcons, are they a better team than the Steelers? Uh, offensively, just about anybody is at this point. Why are we talking about the Falcons? Because that's who the Titans just played. Oh. Will oh. Levis threw four freaking touchdowns. Will Levi Strauss, as you like to call him. We're like, yeah, this guy from Kentucky. Mm, I know there's not film on him, but we know he's a physical specimen getting getting drafted here by Tennessee. Tennessee puts him ahead of the guy they drafted the year before, Malik Willis. They'll probably find some mystery reason to not play Ryan Tannehill this week. I think they already said that Levis is going to start. Yes, they if did. If I'm not mistaken. They did. So, yeah, dude. I mean, and people are going to say, well, Kenny, that's, Kenny only has like, what, five touchdowns on the whole year? And... Where's Kenny's four touchdown game? And I don't think Levis, we've seen guys like Mike White, Nick Mullins come out of nowhere, obscurity, even Duck Hodges throw for some TDs and then just go right back into obscurity. So I'm not ready to crown this guy as like something great that's coming out of this draft class, but there's still the unknown that he could be. And he could carve up the Steelers very easily. There's a, a lot of unknown to him. 
he might be playing on house money himself thinking, well, this is my chance. I got to, I'm going to show out and, and do what I need to do. And what are the Steelers going to do about it? Especially without Minka well, Fitzpatrick. You got, you got no Minka. Um, you've got an offense that's just not good. Um, not performing in any way, shape or form. There is, there's no reason to ever expect we can win a game if the other team scores 20 points at this point. Right now, there's just no reason to have any faith that you can win that game, right? That's that's how poorly this offense is performing. They just can't put points on the board. If, if our defense doesn't score, we probably don't win. If our defense doesn't put us in a position for the offense to score easily, Right. Rather than a lengthy drive, if the defense gets the ball and we're five, 10 yards away, we'll get points. Right. But that's on the defense. It's the defense is going to carry this team. The offense simply doesn't have the ability right now, whether that's Canada, whether it's the offensive line, whether it's it's execution all across the boards, whether it's that Kenny Pickett just ain't the guy, whatever the reason is. Right. They're just not good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the most I can say about it, folks. Hopefully uh, they don't get run all over by Derrick Henry. Will we see Cam Hayward back? Possibly. Maybe. Or are they going to hold I, I, him a I'm little bit longer? It'll be the next week. Ask the mini buy. Yeah. I mean, they could use him, especially in a game like this. they got to be able to put pressure. Or usually you would say with a rookie quarter back. Now you've got Porter, who's a rookie corner. You've got uh, Keanu Neal. Monte Casey, some hybrid of Miles Killebrew playing like the most snaps he's played probably collectively over three years. So that doesn't look pretty. And I really liked where the inside linebackers were going. I was really liking like Keanu Benton. And I, I, I'm sure you saw like the fronts against ETN too, where they were basically playing um, four down linemen and four linebackers. Like, look, I, again, it's just like I've said this before with, the Steelers, there's an area of running that they have success, right? And then there are other areas where they don't have success. For whatever reason, they keep going there. But other teams know if you run where Cam Hayward no longer is, you're likely to have success. They're not getting these giant gashes running to the right. They're getting big gains running to the left. Not always, but that's the weakness. So in that sense, look, you, you kind of want Cam back. But at first game back, Having to tackle Derrick Henry, Cam's a grown ass man, but so is Derrick Henry. I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. No lies um, detected there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm more inclined to go. I don't I don't want to push. Look, I'm I'm going to say this with all due respect. I don't want to push on that groin. <laughs> oh, geez. right now. Oh, geez. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I was trying to say, man. I'm like, you know, in the Falcons. Like with some combo of Ritter and Heineke were stinking up against that. Now, uh, yeah, I can't even say that. I was just like, you know, there's no familiarity between those teams either. So it's like, uh, I, I, I don't I, have a positive I, outlook. This is usually where the Steelers surprise me. And then all of a sudden it was like, where the hell did that come from? But, and, you know, in a Thursday night football game, it should benefit the home team on the short week. And you can't even be positive about that. I mean, the the Titans are scoring more points. I'm going to pull up the tail of the tape here because I need to, usually I go through this all and say, hey, this is where they're playing, when they're playing and everything like that, right? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It will be if you're on one of the local stations nearby. 
I believe locally, let's see, uh, WPXI is uh, NBC, right? Yeah. Um, channel, let's see, Channel 11, so in Pittsburgh. So you've got that for you, at least, folks. If you don't have Prime and you're within the broadcast range of there, that's Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet on the call. You'll get Bill Hillgrove and Craig Wolfley, of course, on Steelers Radio Network and National Broadcast Westwood One Sports carrying this. Kevin Kugler with Ross Tucker. Uh, those games are broadcast Sirius 83 at XM 225 for the Steelers. Call of Titans on 81 and uh, 226. And let's see, all-time. Pittsburgh Steelers lead this series 48 to 32. They're 28 and 12 at home. They had the last victory back a couple of years ago, December 19, 2021, 19 to 13. They won on the road in 2020 uh, down in Nashville as well, 27 to 24. And Mike Vrabel is 0 and 2 against the Pittsburgh Steelers, whereas uh, Mike Tomlin against the Tennessee Titans, 7 and 3 all time. So I'm going to say this. And I, I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Say it again. Def- if the defense can score or the defense can set the offense up to get cheap, easy points, they got a chance. The defense doesn't do that. They're not going to win this game. Yeah. I was trying to see uh, if there were any other. There's no other late movement. Everything was behind us as far as the injury reports. I'm just, I don't believe we do not have day two of practice on the Tuesday. And I don't think we actually have anything f- official from the Tennessee Titans either. I'm going to try and pull up their, um, their site because the Steelers site did not have it up to date. But we know Mick is out for sure. Kenny's limited with the rib injury. DeMonte Casey has a hand injury limited. Anthony McFarland limited. You would like to see him get back out there to return some kicks. Uh, Levi Wallace actually did return to practice with limited with the foot injury. And Cam uh, Hayward is still working on that groin, Brian. He's he's exercising his groin. So don't Nobody wants to see that. We don't want to see it. We want to, we, It's okay to hear about it, though, right? No, you don't even want to hear about it. You just want to know he's getting better. I don't want to know what he's doing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if they got the injury report here. Um, so, yeah, they wore the Oilers stuff last week. We would be really in trouble if Tennessee was bringing this stuff back out. Oilers, uh, I, I like I like that look. I like th- those are some classic teams. Warren Moon, Webster Slaughter, uh, those guys. That, I, I wasn't paying attention, and I watched. I saw highlights, and I didn't know they were doing that, and it confused the crap out of me. I'm like, why are they showing an old game? <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> old timey, uh, old timey Oilers. I just got Webster Slaughter stuck in my head because I know I'm, I'm almost for certain he was like one of the primary receivers on Tecmo Bowl, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl on uh, on the original Nintendo. The Titans, Maybe. the Titans injury report not updated, so. Uh, not even worth going through that. Sorry, folks. But this short week, trying to jam everything in and also trick or treat. A happy Halloween, everyone out there. We are Boo. up against it. Boo hoo! Stop crying, you little that's, baby. That's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah, it's um, fans were rocking. This isn't gonna be rocking as much when the team just had to let them. Well, like it's always tough on a Thursday night, anyway. And you three know? home games in a row. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of um a lot of new faces or maybe even potentially empty seats, depending on how this one goes, people will leave early. I know I'll be getting in late after this. And it's just like, you're, 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 you're looking at your watch and you're like, eh, just hopefully the weather, it's going to be chilly. It's 
you're getting into this western pennsylvania weather probably in the 40s uh nice it's going to be brisk it's going to be uh you know dark out and everything else uh with the primetime game so we'll see how this goes monitor our social media and website for the other pregames uh christina rivers our excellent editor will have those out and brian thanks uh for you joining us here today so Thank you. I needed yeah. the therapy. I, I needed the catharsis of uh, venting my rage about the last game. I appreciate all of all of you fine, faithful listeners, uh, you know, letting me vent my my rage. Yeah. Yeah. Despite all your rage, you're still just a rat in a cage. That's for sure. So. <laughs> well, folks, that'll do it for us again. Happy Halloween. Try and enjoy your Thursday this week. Three home games in a row. The Steelers follow up with that on a mini buy against the Green Bay Packers, too. We'll see how the coverage goes over the next week. I'll be out of town. You're heading out, too. Aren't you yeah, flying across I, the world? I, I may or may not be happy that I'm not leaving, that they're playing on Thursday. Because I was actually not, I wasn't looking correctly. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to miss two games. But I may actually miss none. Because I leave Friday. I get back on Sunday, the following Sunday. So I may be back in time to see the game against the Packers and I now know I can definitely watch the game against the Titans. We'll see. I may, I may wish that I had been traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have no idea what our coverage will be in a week, but we'll catch up on that on the flip side on here. We'll should have a post game on Friday or Saturday for you. And so sorry for the delay for our usual Monday morning quarterbacks who enjoy watching us, but uh, still give us a like comment uh, rating review, wherever you may be. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to and follow all the updates. Still see and all of our social media till next time. My name's Joe. His name's Brian. We encourage everyone out there to be safe, be good. And we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.